0: It's Ember Wednesday. The Roman station is at St. Mary Major. Welcome to today's Advent Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. From The Church's Year of Grace by Pius Parsh. The observance of the Ember Days, a most venerable feature of the liturgical calendar, dates back to early Roman antiquity. They are older than Advent. Pope Leo I has left us a series of beautiful sermons of these days. Originally, the Ember Days were an occasion of thanksgiving for the three great harvests of wheat, grapes, and olives, all very meaningful nature symbols employed by the liturgy. In the offertory procession, the faithful brought tithes of the harvest to be used for the offering then and there, for the support of the church and for the poor. These days also stress spiritual renewal. In the bustle of business and work, we too easily forget our future status. Therefore, during these four times of the year, we should concentrate on God and scrutinize our spiritual condition. Lent is our annual retreat, while the ember days serve as quarterly check-ups. A grave and earnest mood comes over Mother Church, but there are no tears or mourning. Fasting is not so much an expression of penitence and sorrow as a joyous tithe to God, and an incentive to almsgiving. The ember days have the special honor of being ordination days. In Rome, Ember Saturday in December was the principal occasion for conferring holy orders. Pray for good priests this week. As time passed, the Ember Days were assigned specific dates four times in the Church's calendar, giving each of the Ember Weeks a distinctive seasonal color. The December Ember Days, highly oriented towards Christmas, manifest a pronounced Advent character, more so than the ordinary weekdays. These Ember Days and the O-antiphons constitute our last major efforts in the work of preparing for the Savior's coming. An Ember Day Sermon of St. Pope Leo the Great, who died in 461. Dearly beloved brethren, With the anxious solicitude proper to us as the shepherd of your souls, we urge upon you the rigid observance of this December fast. The month of December has come round again, and with it this devout custom of the church. The fruits of the year, now drawing to a close, have all been gathered in, and therefore meetly do we offer our abstinence to God as a sacrifice of thanksgiving. But what can be more useful than fasting? By that exercise we draw near to God, we make strong stand against the devil and overcome the sweet enticements of sin. Fasting has ever been the bread of strength. From fasting proceed pure thoughts, reasonable desires, and healthy counsels. Through voluntary mortification the flesh dies to lust, and the soul renews the practice of virtue. But since fasting is not the only means to secure health for our souls, let us adore our fasting with works of mercy. Spend in good deeds what you withdraw from superfluity. Our fast must be turned into a banquet for the poor. Let us devote time and effort to the underprivileged, the widow and the orphan. Let us show sympathy to the afflicted and reconcile the estranged, providing lodging for the wanderer and relief for the oppressed. Give clothing to the naked and cherish the sick. Thus everyone who offers to the God of all goodness this Advent sacrifice of fasting and alms will become worthy to receive from Him the eternal reward of His heavenly kingdom. We fast on Wednesday and Friday, and there is likewise a vigil on Saturday at the Church of St. Peter, that by His good prayers we may the more effectually obtain what we ask for through our Lord Jesus Christ, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever. Amen.